This is the Fedora Chronicles Network. This is the Fedora Chronicles Radio Show Special Report. I'm Eric Runderking Fisk. I speak with the leadership behind the Steampunk Piscataway 2018 convention that will be held in New Jersey from May 4th through the 6th. This group answers difficult questions asked by some of you, listeners of the Fedora Chronicles Radio Show and members of other Facebook groups. They also talk about the issues from event security to the venue and its popularity. They also share some early details of special guests and performers right here on this podcast before anywhere else. All this coming up next here on the Fedora Chronicles Radio Show number 82. Stay tuned. So let's get started here. I am, of course, Eric Rennie King Fisk here with the Fedora Chronicles Radio Show, a special edition. Um, talking here with the folks from Steampunk Piscataway 2018. And this is a roundtable edition. And we're just going to kind of like go around the virtual room. And uh, we're going to first introduce um, everybody knows you as Cora, but um, what, uh, what, what's, what is it, your actual name, Cora? My name is Coral. Okay, Coral. Um, my Screen name is As Cordelia. Okay, and your role in all of this? Um, currently I am assigned as vendor coordinator. And next here in the room we have uh, Christina Rose Clayton. Um, give us a little information about yourself and and what's your role in the group. Um, they know me as Ivy Vixen, um, the massage chick, and my role in the group is um taking over security and safety and safety. Okay, and then next we here we have Mickey Flint. Well, good. Good evening. Uh, Flint. Uh, I'm a maker and uh, been living here in the uh, general area around Piscataway for about three years. And uh, I've been asked to help out with uh, bringing in some special guests and overseeing uh, that portion of it. And for working with uh, Gypsy on the panels. Uh, and since she can't be here tonight, I'll be speaking a little bit more towards uh, some of the work Gypsy's doing. All right. <laughs> and last but not least, we have uh, J.R. Whitcomb. I am a bullwhip artist and the outside talker of the the Carnival Carnival Sideshow. Uh, I'm also, uh, I, I work with Gypsy. Uh, she's my partner in the show. Um, I am a longtime Piscataway resident and a, uh, a longtime steampunk performer. And I am the entertainment coordinator for the event. Well, that's fantastic. And um, and I'm just the host of the podcast, of course, Eric Runder Kingfisk here. Hi, my name is Matt Black, and my screen name is also Matt Black. Uh, I'm a uh, project manager by trade uh but for the event i am the gaming coordinator all right so let's answer let's ask this question does the and we're not going to even mention them by name but we know the two groups that have sort of dropped the ball and we'll leave it at that do they have any involvement with the steampunk piscataway 2016 convention that is happening at the radisson in piscataway new jersey from uh may 4th to the 7th is that correct yep 
Uh, it is. It's actually May 4th, 5th, and 6th. Okay. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of um, May 2018. Okay. Um, and the short answer to that is no. Okay. No one involved has anything to do with any former company, has worked for any former company, or has anything to do with anything that happened um, with any prior events that may now be canceled. Okay. The next question that a lot of people have been asking is, what what is the name of the group, that the leadership group here? Well, there really is a name. Uh, really, we are just individuals who respond to the call from uh, the Radisson when they put it out and step forward uh, with uh, some kind of, each of us having a little bit of expertise in the area that we volunteered to kind of oversee. You know, there's really not been much of a formal structure put in place because of the time frame associated with, um, at the time we had five weeks, now we're, we're under four weeks, um, to plan out an event that usually takes between nine and ten months to plan. Right. I think that the next question that I have, and I, I'm going to ask this of Christina because we haven't heard her yet, and it, I think it's it's her turn. Uh, what what made you jump on board and decide that you wanted to take this venture over? Um, really, it's I just love the events, and my friends at the convention became a family to me, and it's I don't like seeing people disappointed, so I decided, what the heck? Why not? I've got the people, I've got the connections, might as well put them to good use. How about you, Mickey? What, how would you answer that question? What made you want to get involved in this? Um, I've, I've done um, events um, in the area, um, and uh, I've uh, been a part of several steampunk events in the near past. Just got back from Wild Wild West, uh, and it seemed a pretty easy thing for me to kind of reach out to um, some of the uh, other guests at other cons that I've attended and, and been a guest at um, and try to uh, help it out. Really, uh, last year's event was the first World's Fair that I'd been able to attend, and it really kind of rekindled for me a lot of excitement in uh, the community. And I didn't want to see that just kind of go by the wayside. And uh, when there's a call for help and I can help out, I, I tend to try to roll up my sleeves and do what I can. All right. Now, JR, you and I actually had a lengthy conversation about this, so I feel as if I already know your answer. But for the listening audience, how do you respond to the question, what made you want to get involved and, and jump on board this ship? Well, a lot of actually what we, we spoke about in the conversation you're referencing was kind of an after effect. Uh, the primary reason I jumped on this is I personally feel like I have a real debt that I owe to the steampunk. Uh, about two years ago, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer and uh, I was left with no choice but to run a GoFundMe, i.e. beg on the internet for my life. And a lot of folks from the steampunk community stood up and if it wasn't for their actions, I wouldn't be here. So this, I feel, is kind of, uh, kind of my first step into paying that debt back community because much like Ivy was saying before, like these people are my friends, these people are my family. These are people that have been a major part of my life for well over 10 years, you know, saving saving an event for people, making sure people have a have a place to go that first weekend in May that otherwise would be stuck with, you know, hotel room bills and flights that are of no good to them. You know, it's the least I can do. Yeah. Matt, I also want to make sure that you had a chance to answer this question. Um, sure. And I have to follow JR's life debt story. But... Um... <laughs> <laughs> 
But I, I so I, I was very um, saddened to see um, the events of the past um, few months uh, happen. Um, I, I've been a long time steampunk uh, fan, and and uh, coming up to Piscataway in May uh, is is something that I've gotten really used to. Uh, met a lot of great people, uh, learned a, gr- a lot of great things from the makers. Come, uh, heard a lot of great new music from from the performers from out for the event, um, and and I was just saddened when uh, it all crashed and burned. Uh, and so when I had the opportunity to to step in and, and help out and um, make something new happen in in that time slot, um, it was a no brainer. I just I just had to step in and, and help out. For me, this is just something that I'm really excited about. This is was supposed to be my son's first real steampunk convention, um, and I have sort of been monitoring the story behind the scenes for the past couple of months or maybe even a year or so and it's I'm sad to see that everything has sort of um, gone the way that it is gone but I really appreciate you um, the, the team as it were so I think we're just going to call you guys the steampunk Piscataway leadership team for the time being until you guys come up with a better name um, no I can't I can't thank you guys enough for stepping in and stepping uh, to the plate and taking care of this so the the next question that people have asked is um do we actually have a name for this event yet or are we are we going to announce it tonight what's the name of the event i believe the poll that we have up is supposed to go until thursday but um we do have a a, a clear leader at the moment right <laughs> and and then and those names are <clears throat> uh i know the number one choice is the cogs expo cogs standing for the community organized gathering of steampunks and, and do we have a set um somebody who's um uh in second place that is uh, I think there is steampunk rising but the uh the the gap between the two is uh, I believe something like 40 votes last I looked okay and sadly Bodie McBoatface is trailing along with only three votes I, I think that I th- I think <laughs> Bodie I think Bodie McBoatface should be a nautical themed steampunk event. I don't know about you. I it, it just it just sounds right. It just seems right. Now, um, are we able to talk about um events that are going to happen in the upcoming convention? Do we know what events or panels that we have going on so far? Uh, we knew about some. I think we talked about. Sure. Jared, do you want to start with uh, some of the performers? Oh yeah, sure. Sorry, I was distracted. My cat's being a pain in my ass. Um. <clears throat> That will not be an event, however. At... That will not be an event. I might, I, you know what? We might actually, we would pay Madison for that. Madison is not pet friendly. Okay. Um, well, I believe one of our primary headlining acts is going to be Victor and the Bully, uh, which I have never actually gotten the chance to catch live, and I'm super excited for. Uh, following them up, we also have Montague Jacques Fromage and uh, his steampunk funk bazaar. Uh, we've also got Halo Called Fred, who is a longtime local steampunk favorite. Uh, um, let's see. We've got a couple of magicians on tap. Uh, we've got Mike OJ, who is a magician friend of mine from New England, uh, who made quite a splash at the uh, Massachusetts Renaissance Fair last year. Uh, he's going to be coming, and the ink isn't dry yet, but he may be providing a um, <clears throat> a table-to-table show during one of the dinners. But that is uh, that is still in the works. Uh, but we've got dancers. We've got Hubris coming out to do. Fun 
fire shows. Uh, we've got Sopranos. We've got uh, an electro swing DJ, Faith in the Glitch, which is going to be running our Saturday night speakeasy. Um, it's uh, We're starting to get a couple of uh, competitions on the line, possibly a mad science competition, uh, as well as the facial hair competition, uh, a quick draw competition, possibly. There's um, there's there's a whole slew of things. I've, I've been buried in suggestions and ideas. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's just a sampling of it. And I also sent Gypsy my proposal, too. So there's there's that in in as well. Um, and I will say that I am uh, right now. I am committed to bringing all my equipment down, recording podcasts, interviewing people there at the show, um, open mic um, for at least two days, if not three. So I and I'm excited about it. Um and that's that's one of the things that it was just like um, you know I've I've never I've never gotten the butterflies uh, before a convention before like this because it really does sort of it, it feels like it's a it's a grassroots movement. Um, if we could just go around the table, what do you, what do you think about that? What do you think about the notion of this being a like this is an actual community run event? Um, we're going to uh, Matt, you can go first since you're the first first in line here on my screen. Uh, yeah, sure thing. Um, no, I think this was this was the perfect solution. Um, that presented itself. Um, the, the community um, is a strong and vibrant community, um, and a lot of people uh, got burned uh, when the the previous uh, event capsized, uh, flame if they got burned. Um, and and that's not just the uh, the attendees, not just the Steampunk band, uh, but a lot of bands and and vendors and presenters and makers. Um, so uh, it, it only makes sense that this sort of self, um, you know, the, the hotel offering up space, um, asking individuals to step up and volunteer for, for specific ta- for tasks that they knew they could perform. Um, and that this, community, this, this committee of ours formed out of the community in, in a very organic way. I, I, I just think uh, it, it speaks volumes to the strength and vibrance of the steampunk community. Coral, how about you? What do you think about this grass move, uh, grassroots movement? Um, and is is that the the what you feel? Do you feel like this is an actual community-run event? Without a doubt, I think this event is probably the most community-run an event could ever possibly be. Um, everybody who's running something literally just came out of the woodwork and said, "Yeah, no, I can do that." And even those people that don't appear on this committee, um, there are still people out there who are helping us run things, who are supporting us. Um, we have uh, two lovely ladies, Birdie and Dolly, have uh, stepped up to run food and beverage. We have um, Carrie Ann um, uh, Versace of uh, Mechanical Meow has been indispensable to me as the vendor coordinator because she's been going out and um, reaching out to the other vendors. As I said earlier, we can't use anything from the previous event, so I don't know who the vendors were supposed to be who have been displaced and have lost a lot of money, and she has done a ton of legwork going out finding vendors who were displaced who lost you know some of them lost a year's worth of work right um and she's gone out and she's gotten them and she's brought them to us and she said here you know uh let, let's make this better let's make this bigger um she's also done a really good job of watching our back but there are there are people all over the place who are helping who are doing things um who just want to see this happen so i think that yes this is the most community run an event could ever be is christina still with us yep what do you what do you think about the notion of this being a purely grassroots movement 
heartwarming because it just shows that there are people who do care about what's happening with the vendors and the performers who have been burnt. And I just find it to be very heartwarming and very inspiring that this is a grassroots and that this is possible and coming together quite nicely. And of course, Mickey, how about you? What do you think about this grassroots movement? As coming from a person who actually ran and uh, was a promoter of a, of a steampunk event down in Florida, um, you know, the difference is striking. Um, you know, all of the ideas are coming from the community, all of the suggestions and, uh, you know, the outpouring of, of assistance is all coming from the community. It's not being driven by anybody's profit margins or, or whatnot. You know, most of our performers are coming in and doing this for, you know, what they can get in tips. Um, we got people stepping forward and offering all kinds of time. Um, the the that we have coming in are, are world-class guests. You know, they're the A-list of the steampunk community, and uh, they're not—they're not asking to be paid. So, I mean, from that perspective, you're not going to see anything else like that. And what we're going to have is a real intimate gathering of of people um, who are going to have access to guests and performers that normally, you know, you wouldn't because of that old feeling of, of community that everybody's coming together for. Jr. Well. <sighs> As far as it being a, a grassroots, one thing I could say coming from the steampunk community and especially being a performer in the steampunk community, I could very much say it's it's a case of I, I almost could say uh, they, they've always kind of had it in them. Um, speaking like of, of past events, um, some of the greatest en- entertainment, some of the most magical bacchanalian moments that have occurred at a lot of the steampunk events that I've been to, they've had nothing to do with anything. They've had nothing to do with anything on the schedule it's because like somebody from emperor norton's crashed in with a trombone and then all of a sudden a dance party erupted around and the 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 fact that you know people can come from all the different corners of the community they can come from different places on the map and everybody really just you know wanting to stand together and really you know make it happen and this event is kind of you know the next stage in that evolution it's you know like everyone's been saying folks have just been coming out of the woodwork offering up what they can for nothing you know and just finding a way to make this you know this thing that we are creating to be something that's utterly amazing this might be a question that not everybody has an answer to but i'm sure that everybody would actually um knows who's the per- who's the go-to person to ask this question um or answer this question now have have you guys been able to reach out to all the vendors and say the the event is still on but or does everybody know that it's the event is actually happening i hope so i mean all the vendors do all the vendors who are scheduled to show up have they gotten the word out that this event well, is actually happening what no. i can say is that there's a challenge there because with the complete break from the new kind of former events we're not exactly sure who was even agreed to go so we're trying to do it by word of mouth so anyone listening to this podcast who knows somebody who encourage them to pass that along and have coral have them reach out to coral yeah unfortunately we're running into the issue that um, it wasn't publicly documented anywhere who was supposed to be at Steampunk World's Fair, um, and so we don't know who um, we don't we don't know who was we, we don't know which vendors were displaced. We don't know who is still waiting to do an event. Um, who might still have the weekend open? We've reached out to the vendors that we know for certain um, were going to be there.
there. Unfortunately, some of them uh, have moved on to other events. Some of them uh, need permits for what they do, and they can't get permits in the amount of time that we have before the event. Uh, the ones I have been able to get a hold of are very excited about the event. They're very excited to come out. Um, unfortunately, we are still... I, I know we're missing vendors. I know there are vendors out there that were supposed to come that people were looking forward to seeing, and I have not been able to reach because I don't know who they are. Is there anything that could, the community could do to help you try and find the rest of the vendors, Coral? Uh, the best thing I would do, well, uh, the best thing I could say that they would do is to spread the word. Um, unfortunately, there's still some confusion as to whether or not there is actually an event going on, and we were hoping that our live cast on Facebook would tell people that there was an event going on and that we did have things in order and we have performers coming in and we have vendors coming in, but I'm still seeing posts and I'm still talking to people who think that nothing is happening or they think that there is something happening but it's connected to one of the previous companies and I would say that the biggest thing the community can do is just spread the word. Spread the word to all of your friends, spread it on Facebook, spread it on other social media, um, just tell people, say, I'm going or I can't go but you should go or hey, you know, they're going to have a lot of really awesome stuff. Let everybody know that something's happening because the Steam Punk community is a big community but it's also small. It's very close-knit. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody talks to everybody. So if we can put the word out there um, and, and just start it rolling, I, I think it'll reach everybody. Uh, sadly, I don't think I, I, I don't think we'll actually be able to get to all the vendors, but I think it will reach enough people so that the word can make it around. By the end of the week, we'll have an official name for the event, so we're not just saying Steampunk have a name, and we'll, we'll actually be able to get out and do more promotion about the event so that more people know about it. Um, and yeah, as as Carl said, uh, the key thing is, uh, you know, as a community, um, you know, the attendee vendors that they usually frequent uh, at these sorts of conventions, reach out to them and have them uh, reach out uh, can get them signed up for the convention. Is there anybody else who has anything to say about reaching out to the um, to the vendors that are, are, are still out there not knowing that this is actually going on? Okay, um, so <laughs> moving on to the, to the next question, uh, can we talk about Sonny for a moment? Um, is, he, is he really, is he a steampunk or does he just love the, the community? Because a lot of people really appreciate the fact that he has actually reached out and said, hey guys, look, we, we, look, uh, we have the party. We still, we still have the location. Let's get it on. What can you tell us about Sonny? Coral, I think that's for you. Okay. I mean, I can talk about Sonny. Um, you can certainly start. Yeah. I mean, you've, <laughs> you've, I mean, you've met him at least. Did oh, he? Oh yeah. I've met Sonny. I've talked to him quite a few times. Um, I, I try to be the, the main point of contact with him. So we aren't calling him 12 times a day because that was happening in the beginning. Um, he is amazing. There is nothing that we have pitched to him or asked of him or discussed with him that he has not been like, yes, we will find a way. We will make that happen. Um, the hard part right now is that the hotel is actually closed for the week okay. uh, for Passover, and he's at training. But even the, even though he's been at training, he's been messaging me every day. Um, I have a call scheduled with him at 9.30 tonight. He is he has been great to us. He has said that anything that we need is at our disposal, um, and he has just really tried to facilitate us, and he's tried to fil facilitate um, good communication in the community. Uh, if you were a part of the Facebook conversation in the beginning, he actually got on 
on and was talking to people, um, you know, assuaging fears and just trying to let everybody know that the hotel was on board and that he would stick with whatever the community wanted out of this event. Is Does it, anybody else have anything to, to add as far as Sonny is concerned? Um, from my conversations with him, you know, he has enjoyed the past events and he's gotten to know the steampunk community through those events. And it's been good for his hotel, um, not only financially, but the staff, everyone seems to have a good time and they enjoy, they've they grown to enjoy those events. He does not want to see those die. He has also been our, one of our biggest advocates of a policy of having nothing to do with anything prior and anytime anything that might have even sniffed of that started to crop up, he's been instrumental in washing that down before it could. And, you know, I know that I've seen some people with concerns that, oh, well, he's still in bed with the former person. And it's certainly been not the case that I've seen. And it was a concern that I wanted put to rest before I even agreed to throw my hat into this ring. Well, and I'm satisfied. And in fact, he's been hugely instrumental in making sure that that isn't the case for anybody else. Yeah, I'd like to, uh, yeah, I'd like to add, uh, one of the things that that you really need to keep in mind uh, about Sonny to realize just uh, how amazing he's being. He's the general manager of the hotel. He's not the convention services manager. He's not the banquet manager. He's actually general manager of the hotel. And and he's getting involved um, directly with our committee to to plan this event. Um, And in, in, you know, my years of of being involved in in helping run conventions, volunteer conventions, yeah, I'm used to meeting the convention services manager and the banquet manager. um, But for most of those events, I couldn't even tell you who the general manager is. And this general manager of the Radisson and with us um, answering the questions that we have um, and making sure that we get everything we need to run a successful event. Um, And I just think that's that's just uh, really amazing and and, and pretty much unparalleled in the convention world. Uh, Some people have asked about the other venue, um, the embassy. Is is there anything going on at the embassy? Is the embassy attached to this event at all? Um, Other than the fact that they might have rooms available? Is, is, Is there any aspect of the steampunk event happening at the embassy next door? Um, no, unequivocally, no. Okay. They do not want to have, they do not want to participate. And in fact, anyone who has a reservation at the embassy, we would plead with them, cancel that reservation. They can still do so. And it transferred over to the Radisson so that the Radisson gets the benefit of those room reservations since they're the ones who are bending over backwards to make sure that this event happens. From our understanding is that the embassy wants to pursue other means of recouping directly from the people who have broken their contract with them. Okay. All right. Uh, can, can I can I add after that was said, um, sure. just just so that nobody misconstrues Mickey's words, the Radisson is not pursuing this event with us as a means of recouping anything from anyone. Nothing we do is going to go to credit any other organization or account for any reason. Uh, any means. Uh, Sunny is strictly trying to fill in an empty weekend at this point. Nothing that we do that weekend, nothing that our group does, is in any way going to impact what he might be doing to recoup any loss from the former parties. We have no connection to that and there will be no um, uh, offset of uh, income or expenses or anything like that from what we are doing. What we are doing is its own thing and has nothing to do with that. Okay. Um, and the other groups or the other other organizations or other members, they're not going to profit from this in the slightest bit. They're not going to make a dime off of this. No, not at all. Definitely, definitely not. Okay. Because, um, I mean, I that's that's something that I mean I hate to say this that's going to be a question that people are going to be asking um, right up until the last day of the event and I think that we just need to get the word out the best we can that that 
that's this is the case. What you guys have have just stated. Uh, another. Well, and one. Go ahead, one please. One of the things to consider about it is the fact that it's a free event. You know, yeah, that, we're not charging anyone to come to the event, so there's not like there's a whole there's not any money that's coming in. Yeah. So you know that that's something to really you know uh, consider, and it's one of the reasons that it is a free event uh, is to put that fear to bed. Okay. So the thing is, is it your your room is your room? If you're staying there at the Radisson and you're enjoying the event, your room is your room, and nobody is making a dime off of that besides the Radisson, which is understandable. Um, yes. So I'm trying to, I, so the thing is, is that it was, um, a lot of people are going to keep asking questions and it was just like, um, what, what do you think would be the best way to, um, soothe other people's fears and concerns that, that I'm not, I'm not able to convey. Is, is there an, is there an element or an aspect of this that I'm missing to help you guys get the point across at that this event is actually happening and the prior group or individuals who are running this has nothing to do with this. Is there any way that we can be- better state the fact? Um, if I may. Sure. With with the security and safety area, um, what I've been doing is very much double, triple, and quadruple checking, not only ba- in background checks for people helping with um, in the committee or on the security team and stuff like that, but it's I've definitely been double checking to make sure no one is any way, shape, or form attached to any former companies. And if I find someone who is, I always bring it to the committee's attention to see what we can and can't do. One other question that somebody is going to ask is that, is there a ban list? Are there people who are persona non grata and they're not going to be welcome through the front door? And how are you going to enforce that? Um, is there a ban list? Um, uh, Coral, we have a, a small ban list, correct? Well, we have a ban list. Um, <laughs> we have a ban list that includes persons banned from another event. Not any events associated with the prior companies, but another event run in the area was kind enough to provide us with a ban list. Um, whether or not we actually use that ban list is still something that the committee is looking at because, again, the people who were banned from that event, um, I'm, I'm sure we're banned for all kinds of reasons, and we aren't entirely... Ideally, the best situation would be to have a ban list from an event that was held at this hotel under these circumstances, but we don't have that. What we do have currently is we have a number of persons that we specifically know are banned based on our experience in the community. And those persons, some of them belong to prior companies. Uh-huh. Uh, some of them are persons that we know of from prior events because uh, everyone on this panel has been to the conventions in the past. So some of these are people that we know were banned for very specific reasons. So right now what we are looking to do is kind of create the most appropriate ban list and then uh, uh, Chrissy can actually tell you how we're going to apply it. Um, basically what we're doing is at the door we have two colored bracelets um, one for 20 and younger and one for 21 and older and how we determine this is we are going to be doing a bit of an ID check um, whether it be driver's license, state ID um, something that shows your age. Um, with that comes your name. So that is that's one way we are definitely going to be checking that ban list to make sure that no one on the list gets into the event and causes any problems. Um, this and this is this is a tricky way. Uh, this is a tricky question. So, but I am just going to come out and 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 simply ask: Has everybody that has been um, uh, brought 
brought in to the committee, have they all been gone through background checks? Has everybody been fully vetted? Yes. Okay. Um, it was um, a request I received to check everyone um, for security and committee, and I've done that, and everyone on this committee has completely checked out. Now, one of my favorite questions was, um, what are you guys, are you guys planning on doing this in the future? Are you, are you guys going to create, like, um, are you going to incorporate? And, and if this goes out, goes off very well, are you going to keep doing uh, this event for the foreseeable future? Who would like to go first? I, to be honest with you, I know that from my own perspective, I'm not focused on that because we have so much to do in such a short amount of time. I'm really only worried about this one. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, our, yeah, our, our focus right now really is, is focusing on uh, and making it the best event it can be for the community. Uh, that's where we're really focusing our effort. Um, you know, maybe we'll take May 7th off and May 8th. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that question. Uh, <laughs> but but for, the, for the time being, um, we're, you know, we're all really our, our laser focused on our area um, and, and we're, you know, uh, with our mirror and we are uh, in things to the community on the actual Facebook page. We're announcing things several times a day. Um, and and that, that really, that is our focus right now. It has to be our focus right now. Um, and the future can be your later Is there anybody else who has something to say about the future of, of this group and future events? I mean, I know it's, I, I know it sounds premature, but, you know, somebody did ask. I think it only makes sense that people are asking. Honestly, um, I've had a couple of vendors come to me and say, I'm so mad. I took an event at a different place mm -hmm. and I would totally love to be a part of this. If you do this next year, please reach out and contact me. Um, and I know Sonny has expressed that, you know, he, he really hopes that this all goes well. And, you know, if it does that, you know, we can all work together again in the future. Mm -hmm. But all of us are just kind of, I don't want to say overwhelmed. If there's a way to say overwhelmed in a good way, I, I think that's, that's we're closest very well to what we're <laughs> I think, I think I think we're just I, I I think I think the word I think we're just well not overwhelmed we're just whelmed enough. That's that's yeah. that sounds that sounds appropriate. It does. Um, so I mean the thing is is that there are there are so many other ideas out there for what to do for a really good steampunk convention and it was just like you I, I, I you know you you got, just got the feeling like this is the beginning of something something in, in, incredible. Um, so the thing is is that um, what is on your agenda for the next for next week and would you like to do this podcast again between you know next week do it again next Tuesday um, let, let's tackle the first question first what do you what is what do you guys have to get done within the next week to get this this convention moving <laughs> it, it's a lot. and I, I, I hate to put the, a time constraint of what we're doing this week and then have next week you go did you get that done <laughs> no, I, I, I will not hold it to you Amen. I won't hold it to you like, here let me tie this noose for you and go ahead and stick your head in it <laughs> But but you There's guys do. I mean, I, I I think that you know from my perspective, we're working on you know finalizing uh, some of the special guests, which I'd like to you know we have a couple that we can announce already, uh, and getting the rest of them, uh, um, all the uh, the eyes dotted and the T's crossed. I know that Gypsy is working very hard at filling out a panel schedule and getting back with all of the other uh, submissions and going through the large amount of uh, ideas that have been supplied to her and. 
and working out what we have space and time available and, and creating her, her room grid. So I know that that from her and my perspective, that's what we're working on. Is there anybody else who has something that they're they're planning on um, completing within the next week? Yeah, well, I mean, apartments where we're continuing to, to field uh, uh, input from the community. We're continuing to, um, you know, find new performers and, and new vendors. Uh, in my case, being gaming coordinator, um, I've signed on um, several game masters already uh, and, and starting to work out a schedule for them. Um, still looking for, for more uh, gamers and game masters to step up. Um, we're beginning work uh, on a website that we launched uh, since the event is, is rapidly approaching. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's just, it's just every day it, it, it's doing those things. Feeling, fielding the ideas, sorting through things, um, and uh, getting more people on board for the event. Mickey, uh, not to step on anybody's toes or anything, but is it right that uh, Gypsy wanted an announcement made that we are no longer searching for panelists? Yes. I uh, didn't know if we were going to circle back around uh, the other the other heads to speak, but yes, that would be a good time, I guess, to say. We have, uh, we've certainly got in more than we can actually field at this point, and with the deadline approaching um, for the event so close, uh, we're closing submittals on that, and we'll be getting back to the people who submitted for the ones that have been selected. That's that's great to know, and I, you know, I'm, I'm excited to hear about who, you know, what, what panels you're going to have. Um, no, But there's no chance of a preview right now of, of what panels you're going to have, is there? Not at this point. Okay. Um, because we haven't, we haven't actually gotten, had a chance to vet and go through the entire list, uh, and I know that, um, no, I want, and I want Gypsy to be able to kind of draft that for, uh, since she's the one who's primarily working on it. All right. But I can give a little bit of a sneak preview as to our special guest. That's something that might be interest to your listeners. Of course. So, so far we've actually had uh, uh, the announcement that Thomas Williford of uh, Maker Extraordinaire has signed on uh, to be uh, one of our special guests. Uh, along with him, we'll be uh, joining uh, Amy Wilder, a steampunk model of uh, some renown. I think many people have, have seen some of her work. So we're excited to have her. They'll be both be doing panels and meet and greets. Um, we've also got Eddie Thayer. Most people know him as Steampunk Eddie. Uh, we'll be driving in from uh, Michigan, and Eddie has just about finished and uh, will soon be hitting the streets with a new book that he will be talking about, as well as he is putting together the finishing touches on one of his signature masterpieces, which he will be bringing along with him. Um, and uh, there might even be an opportunity that that might be something that attendees may, one lucky attendee may walk home with. That would be uh, awesome. Yeah, it's kind of exciting and uh, something really generous uh, that uh, Eddie threw out on his own. So we're really happy to have him and interesting to see this piece. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I, yeah, and I, at this point as well, I think we can announce that uh, we will also be having uh, Master Maker David Lee of Hatton Cross Steampunk uh, and Hatton Cross Publishing joining us. Dave is a... Uh... Oh, I think we're losing your microphone. It wasn't, that's not me. Not me. Yeah, if, if you, is that better? Everybody yep. Just... Nope, it does sound like... It seems to be, it seems to be cold. 
Is that if better? Everybody can, yeah. yeah, just everybody mute. If you're not talking, just mute your mic. Cool. That seemed to do it. Uh, so I'll just start again. Um, we're happy to announce that Dave Lee of Hatton Cross uh, Publishing and Hatton Cross Steampunk Group uh, will be joining us. Dave is a master maker and steampunk uh, vehicle builder who has agreed to join us. And he will be bringing with him many of his vehicular creations as well as a slew of his other uh, weapons and uh, character creation that he is well known for. Uh, Dave will be doing panels as well as uh, uh, speaking about his writing and bringing his books uh, for book signings. Um, and we're real happy to have him. Uh, last one that I'll announce this week, and we're still working on more, but we're also real excited to have uh, Master International Master Maker uh, Andy Frazier joining us from the Netherlands. He's actually a, a citizen of the UK living in the Netherlands, and he will be flying across pond to join us. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with Andy's work, it is some of the most intricate and uh, wonderful stuff you could imagine, and he's excited to come over and share that with us, and we're really happy to be having him come. That so is those a... are some of the, the ones that are, you know, so we, uh, we encourage you to show that this is a, this is a legit event, uh, that, uh, you know, we're getting a lot of uh, some of the, the larger names within our community who are stepping up and are going to join us here and uh, it's going to be really fantastic that is that's that's actually really exciting and thank you for letting me share that with the with the audience uh does anybody have any any last words before we we call it a night i mean for, for us we really kind of encourage everybody to you know uh to support the community it's been great coming forward and being very vocal uh that they wanted this to continue so you know we want you all to keep telling everybody about it but really also to to call up the radisson and book your rooms because um, they've stepped up quite a bit to help out with us with free space uh, with a lot of things that normally they would charge for me making money out of uh, they're not doing so we want to help uh, reciprocate that with them and um, you know make sure that we uh, are helping to fill up their their uh, their hotel and, and that everybody's there and can stay the whole weekend and, and enjoy it with them. anybody one other thing I would add would just be for everybody to watch the um, the official Facebook page for notices upcoming the official page is is um, Steampunk Piscataway Event 2018. That is our official page. That's where the official announcements are going out. Right now, people are having a lot of confusion because there are three pages. There's the page, there's the group, and then there's a volunteer page as well. Um, we're going to work on consolidating that over the next week, particularly as we choose a name for the event and get our actual website up. So we're probably going to cut down to just one Facebook page at that point. This isn't you know, a way of telling the community, no, we don't want your input anymore. More. please everybody keep sending us information keep uh, personal messaging us keep talking to us it's just that with so many different places to end up people aren't necessarily finding the right information so we are going to try to uh, consolidate and have a more um, direct and focused social media presence in the future and by the end of this week and we're looking at I'm looking at I'm trying to look at my calendar here by the end of this week on um, Friday the 6th April the 6th I will have on the Fedora Chronicles main page um, on our links section on the in the menu on the top of the menu on the right hand side the actual link that they will send me for you to go to the actual Facebook page if that's okay with you guys yeah not a problem we can send you a link to the Facebook page and to the actual website because we are gonna have our own website as oh, well that is that is fantastic so um, once again if there's if there isn't any last words I would just like to be able to just thank you guys for taking the time and um, and just agreeing to do this 
this on short notice and we're really looking forward to doing everything that we can to help you get this get the show on the road we should probably let the community know that we're also going to have another meeting um we're going to the committee members are going to be meeting on the 12th and we're going to be live streaming that again just to give everybody an update specifically about who's booked what's the schedule looking like things like that fantastic there's another voice in there who had who is who is trying to get the last word out i just said thanks for having us oh it's my it's my pleasure <laughs> this is this is my favorite thing to do on a tuesday night <laughs> so well anyway once again i'm i'm glad to help you guys in any way that i can especially get the word out via the podcast um and i i hope that we get to do this again real soon definitely thank you so much all right thank guys you. and guys keep up the awesome work and if you have anything to say if you have any special alerts let me know and um i will talk to you again real soon you got it thanks sir. thanks sir. see you then thank you for having us thank you, thank you guys This has been the Fedora Chronicles radio show and a co-production of the Diesel Punk podcast. You can find out more about us by going to our websites, thefedorachronicles.com and dieselpunks.com. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. You can find these links on our homepages. Be sure to visit our sponsors, Chester Cordite, Landron Artifacts, and the Trinity Whip Company. Also, check out the friends of our show, Penman Hats, and Reconstructing History. Once again, this is Eric Render King Fisk signing off. And keep your chins up and your fedoras on.